Welcome to Hidden Gems, a special series of the 3 and 30 podcast. I'm Rachel, and I often talk about uncovering the magic and finding the flecks of gold in our motherhood. Well, our library of almost 300 podcast episodes is a treasure trove of information and inspiration, but it might feel intimidating to sort through it all and find the hidden gem that you need right now within your mothering journey. So as part of this new series, each Thursday in April and May, I'm going to uncover a hidden gem for you. Typically, these episodes will consist of one takeaway from one of my favorite previous episodes of 3 and 30, but today I'm going to do something extra special and give you a sneak peek of my brand new audio course, Declutter Your Motherhood. I hope you heard the news that this course released on Monday. It will be on sale forevermore, but if you purchase before Tuesday, May 16th, you'll get a discounted price as well as some exciting launch bonuses. You can go to 3in30podcast.com declutter to learn more. So what is an audio course? That simply means that all of the course material is consumed through a private podcast feed, so you don't have to log into any special membership sites or find time to sit at your computer to watch a bunch of videos. You can simply listen on the go in the midst of your busy mom life. The full course includes 10 audio lessons covering the three steps to decluttering your motherhood like you would declutter an overstuffed closet. Step one is to inventory your overwhelm. Step two is to edit your expectations, and step three is to make room for more joy. In today's Hidden Gym excerpt, you're going to hear me talk about the last step, which is the fun step, make room for more joy. This is an excerpt from one of the 10 audio lessons to just give you a feel for the tone and content of the course. And if you want to hear more, you can purchase the full course at 3in30podcast.com declutter. Before I share this sneak peek, let's thank this episode's sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Red Remedies. Red is committed to providing you and your family with high-quality natural supplements that will help you put your health in order. In my Declutter Your Motherhood course, I talk all about the shoulds that we carry as women. The weight of that is so real, and one way to help our bodies manage all of the stress of motherhood is through high-quality supplements. The master herbalist behind Red Remedies, Stacy, specifically formulated a product for moms called Peaceful Mama. Peaceful Mama provides stress support for all women who are pregnant, trying to conceive, or nursing. Peaceful Mama has herbs and supplements that are safe and provide real relief and solutions for stress reduction and emotional balance and that support a calm, healthy digestive system. Red Remedies has options for the whole family, including another great supplement for women called Rhythm and Flow, your daily go-to for maintaining healthy hormonal balance. For 20% off Peaceful Mama, Rhythm and Flow, and all other Red Remedies products, go to redremedies.com and use code 3in30 at checkout. That's redremedies.com, red with two Ds, so R-E-D-D, remedies.com, and use our code 3in30 to get 20% off. This podcast is also sponsored by Thrive Market, an online membership market that helps you save up to 30% on high-quality products. As if making the time to grocery shop wasn't difficult enough as a busy mom, I also have the struggle that we have very few shopping options in our small town in Idaho. This is why I'm so excited about Thrive Market. It's just $5 a month, and that membership gives you access to thousands of organic and sustainable products curated for members at a great price. I got Stasher Bags, the reusable and eco-friendly snack and sandwich bags, for a significant discount, and they also have a variety of Kevin's Heat and Serve meals, which my family loves. I was able to save almost $50 on my last order. I love that when you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. 
Go to thrivemarket.com slash 3in30 for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash 3in30. Thrivemarket.com slash 3in30. Okay, with no further ado, here's an excerpt from my new course, Declutter Your Motherhood, all about making room for what matters most to you. Not many professional organizers talk about adding to your closet as part of the process of decluttering. Most often, we just hear about deleting and editing down your belongings. But one of the best parts of gaining clarity around what you own and what actually fits you is clearing out all that empty space. So suddenly, when you look into your closet, you can see that you actually have room to add some belongings if they are carefully chosen and they bring you joy. When Candy and I finished decluttering my closet, I literally had five shirts and one pair of pants left. I am not kidding. It looked comically sparse in there. And at first I was quite concerned that I wasn't going to have anything to wear. But then I reminded myself that I had pretty much only been wearing those five shirts anyway. Having the rest of the shirts in there made me feel like I had a more complete wardrobe, but it also made me feel a little stressed and overwhelmed every morning when I walked in there, and I usually ended up reaching for the same cardigan or t-shirt anyway, because those were the items that made me feel like myself. After the declutter, I could walk into my closet and feel the relief of only seeing what I actually love to wear. And even more than that, without all the extra clutter in there, I could clearly see that I needed to add some more color and fun into my wardrobe. All five of my shirts were pretty much gray, black, and navy. And that would have been fine if those were the only colors that I truly like to wear, but I actually love more fun shades like poppy pink, bright green, and cobalt blue. I had just never noticed how truly drab my regular wardrobe had gotten when it was buried in the midst of all that unwearable clutter. It's the same with our daily lives as mothers. Sometimes we don't even notice that our routines and activities have gotten very drab and boring. But after we declutter our internal closets and our schedules a little bit, it's easier to see where we might want to breathe some more life and color back into our days. If we were organizing your real closet, we might make a list right now of what's missing from your wardrobe so you could start keeping an eye out for new things that spark joy for you getting excited to add that perfect item to your wardrobe when the time is right. But since this is an internal closet audit, I'm going to ask you some questions instead, as you consider how to add more joy to your daily life as a mom and a human. What makes you feel like you? What hobbies or activities do you love to do, but have maybe put off or forgotten about for years? What dreams are hiding underneath all your overwhelm? Dreams that you could dust off and start pursuing in your current season, even if it's only in small ways. What do you want for your life beyond just getting through the chaos of today? You may be thinking, Rachel, I honestly have no idea. It has been so long since anyone has asked me what I want that I am drawing a complete blank. If this is your reaction, I'm glad to tell you that you are normal. Dozens of women at my workshops have expressed similar feelings. They sit down to make a list of dreams and desires for their life, and they have no idea where to start. Somewhere along the way since becoming overwhelmed moms, that kind of possibility and hope just sort of got lost. So let's discuss some places to start as you consider how you might add more color and joy to your daily life in this season. Think about what you loved as a child. This might be a hobby, a sport, a pastime, or even a friendship. The seeds of your dreams and desires have always been in you, and what you loved when you were young is probably similar to something that you would love today if you allowed yourself to indulge in it. When I was a child, I loved animals. I wanted to be a vet, and I truly longed to have a pet dog. 
My little sister was super allergic, and I honestly remember crying myself to sleep many nights, just wishing my dog dreams could come true. As an adult, it sometimes crossed my mind that maybe we should get a dog, but I would quickly dismiss that thought as impractical or inconvenient, telling myself that as a mom, I was too busy to care for yet another living creature. Well, I'm happy to report that last year, our family got a sweet little Vishla pup named Petra, and I am totally and completely obsessed with her. She has brought so much joy and color to my daily life, and the inconveniences have absolutely been worth it. Turns out little Rachel knew herself after all. When you can pull out a dream from your childhood and revive it, it's like when you're organizing your closet, your physical closet, and you pull out a shirt or a pair of pants that had somehow gotten shoved to the back and you think, oh my gosh, I love this. I had completely forgotten that I own this and I can't wait to wear it again. That's what it's like to rediscover childhood dreams and desires and to be brave enough to try them out in your adulthood. If you're still not sure what you'd like to add to your life in order to access more joy, you might think about your resentments or your jealousies. Kind of a bummer thing to think about, I know, but your jealousies can be a window to your desires. If you see a friend doing something cool and you think, man, wouldn't that be nice, or so not fair that she gets to do that, well, that's your clue. You've just uncovered a seed of desire or a dream. This is also true of resentments. If you often find yourself resenting something about your current motherhood or life, look at it a bit deeper and ask yourself what dreams are underneath that aren't being met. When I was a stay-at-home mom to two little kids, I was so jealous that my husband got to go to work every day and use his creativity and interact with other adults. I resented how much I was doing at home, and that was a clue that I needed to start pursuing something more, even if I wasn't quite sure what that was yet. When you know there's a desire buried in your motherhood closet, but the path forward isn't clear to you, I recommend that you just start following the breadcrumbs of your interests. This is a phrase I sometimes use to describe the process of just getting curious about your desires and trying stuff to see where it leads you. You don't have to know your 26-step plan from A to Z. Just give yourself permission to start experimenting with hobbies and interests that you think might bring you joy. This is what I did in the years prior to starting my podcast. I did not know that I would eventually start a podcast. I just knew that I was unfulfilled in my daily life as a mother, and I wanted an outlet to use my love of writing somehow. I enrolled in a community education class at a local college about writing novels, and I really thought I would love that because I had always loved writing stories as a kid. But after attending class a few times, I realized that I didn't want to write fiction. I wanted to write about what I knew and what I was experiencing in my real life. I could have beat myself up for the money I'd spent on that class, but instead I chalked it up to a learning experience. I'd learned that I don't love writing fiction, and that actually prepared me to follow the next breadcrumb when it came along. One day I was reading some parenting articles on a website called Power of Moms, and I noticed a button at the top that said submit an article for publication. Well, that sounds interesting, I thought. And instead of dismissing that little poll or telling myself I wasn't good enough or I was too busy to write just for fun— or any number of other stories I might have been tempted to tell myself, I decided to give it a try. I spent hours writing an article about parenting during my children's nap times, and I loved the creative process and felt a surge of excitement about the possibility of where this might lead. It was like that little spark of joy that Marie Kondo talks about. I was absolutely thrilled when my article was accepted for publication, and I remember that I refreshed their website about 100 times on the day my article was slated to go live. The pure joy I felt when I saw my name on the site as a real published writer breathed new life into all of the mundane tasks I was doing with my children. 
I realized I was a better mother because I was happier, and it was radiating out to them. A few months later, that same website sent an email saying they were looking for volunteer editors, and I jumped at the chance to apply. Some might have told me that that was a waste of my time if I wasn't getting paid, but I saw it as an opportunity to be involved in a work I was excited about, and I poured so much effort into my application. One night while I was waiting to hear back from them, I happened to leave my laptop open on the kitchen table before I went to bed, and early the next morning, my husband saw the email come through from them while he was eating his breakfast. I'll never forget waking up to him kneeling by the side of the bed, gently shaking me awake because he couldn't wait to tell me that I'd gotten the editor position. What a gift to share my joy with him and for him to support me in following another breadcrumb that was leading me towards more purpose and fulfillment. And of course, this was just the beginning. It was during my work with Power of Moms that I recorded my first podcast episode as a guest for their show. And after we finished, the host, April Perry, said to me, Rachel, you are really good at this. You should start your own podcast. That seemed wildly far-fetched to me at the time, but it also lit a little fire inside of me that I chose not to ignore. I followed that breadcrumb and did some research on podcasting and then started brainstorming ideas for a show and then bought a microphone. And finally, after a few years of taking small steps, I started my podcast and it has absolutely and completely changed my life and my motherhood. Outside of marrying my husband and having my children, starting my podcast has been the single best decision I've ever made for my happiness and well-being. But I did not know that or foresee that when I first submitted that article to the Power of Moms website. I simply had to follow the breadcrumbs of my interests and start taking steps towards my desires and trust that I would learn about myself and pivot all along the way. This is what it looks like to bring more joy into the mundane routines of your busy life as a mom. It's rarely clear-cut and dramatic and obvious when you get started, but you give yourself permission to do it anyway. Sometimes you have false starts and you choose to try something that doesn't end up being a great fit for you, and it's okay. It's all part of the learning process. And this doesn't have to be some huge dream or life-altering path that leads to a new career like it did for me. Women in my workshops have shared all sorts of small and simple dreams they're excited to try. Raising caterpillars and watching them turn into butterflies, planting a garden, starting a book club, teaching their children to do fancy jump roping, and one of my personal favorites, recording the vocals on an album of Christmas songs to gift to family. That last one is a dream that my older sister shared in one of my workshops. And Sarah, if you are listening to this, you still need to do that because I want a copy of your Christmas album. Seriously, no dream is too far-fetched or too small for you to explore as you add more color and fun to your life and your motherhood closet. Well, my friends, that was just a small portion of one of the 10 audio lessons that are a part of Declutter Your Motherhood. So if you thought that was good, I have so much more for you within the course. There's also a comprehensive workbook with written exercises to guide you as you apply what you listen to to your unique life and circumstances. I know I'm completely biased, but I think this course is life-changing, and you don't just have to take my word for it. One of the women who took the course when I taught it live, Haley, said this, Hands down, worth every single penny. I would recommend this workshop to any and all mothers. I was able to redefine what the word motherhood means to me, and more importantly, how I can thrive and find joy in it. Thank you so much, Haley. And if you're listening and thinking that you want to make room for more joy in your motherhood, be sure to enroll in the course before Tuesday, May 16th to get the best possible price and the special launch bonus, which is several group Q&A calls live with me. 
Go to 3in30podcast.com slash declutter for all the information. My friends, I am so passionate in my belief that moms deserve to feel joy in their daily lives as mothers. And I hope this hidden gem gave you a few ideas of where to get started. I'm rooting for you always. Be well, my friend.